Now this taking 20 is going to take us down a little bit of a different path because Athena Demetrios, well, she's unique. She's fantastic. Uh, she embodies authenticity, resilience, all those things that we talk about. She has written a book called Walking Between Worlds, which talks about her life. Um, she was sexually abused as a child. Uh, her family went from being quite wealthy to being very, very poor. She tells about that story, the repressed memories and how they came back uh, as she got older. She has had a very exciting career. She was um, a very high level in the cosmetics industry. And then she went on to be a makeup artist in Hollywood. She's worked on some very famous uh, projects. She was a single mother and she talks about that in her book. And in this Taking 20, we talk a little bit about the book, but we also just talk about her philosophy on life, on forgiveness, on finding joy. She's genuinely happy. And uh, we get to visit her in her beautiful home in Northern California. And as Athena always does, uh, she pulls in a little bit of that life class thing with me uh, because I am always a student of Athena and she is always fantastic. So here she is, author, channel, medium, uh, former makeup artist, totally wonderful Greek cook, but she cooks great Italian. She is well, she's that friend that when you need just a little bit of a touch of mom, you know, maybe a little mothering or a little bit of just comfort, that's who I go through, go to. So I'm excited for you to meet her. Here she is taking 20 with us, Athena Demetrios. So many directions this interview could go. Uh, <laughs> and in our little chat beforehand, you said, well, we'll go wherever you want to go. This is you know, let's make this about you. And I thought, gosh, what a lovely friend. Um, and, and that's the truth. I've come to your house sometimes when, you know, things have gotten heavy and I've just come and you've cooked me these amazing meals and, you know, just kind of gotten to hang out and, and it was homey. Uh, I remember reading the original of your book and then now the published version. And I look at all the things you went through in that, in your life. And um, by the way, please get Athena's book. I think you're going to love it. But you, know, you talk in that book about your childhood, about abuse, about things that have happened to you. How do you go through all of that really, really heavy stuff? And today when we signed on, I, I said, how are you? And you're like, I am so happy. And you are genuinely happy. I mean, how do you, how did you make it through everything? And how do you stay so positive? Uh, good question. And I, it's wonderful to spend some time with you. You know, you've always uh, been one who has uh, wiggled their way into my heart and I want to keep you there. That's oh. been wonderful. Yeah. I've, and even when I'm crabby, cause I've come to your house where I'm like, the world is falling apart and everything's terrible. And you're like, it's going to be okay. Really? And I'm like, no, it's not. Um, well, I've been there too. So I understand it. And I think that's one of the beautiful things about really being a friend to somebody. And all of that is certainly an unfolding process, but it's also understanding that you really accept and love people, especially your friends, where they're at. They don't always have to have a happy face. It's wherever they're at, sometimes just being able to talk about it with someone is good. Well, back to the question, okay. How did you go through, or how did I go through what I went through, and how did I get to the place in my life where I'm happy and for the first time in my life feeling joy. Oh my God, is that a new one? Joy. So huge. I think um, I was just born with 
knowing that I belong to a bigger all. My first memory was looking at the stars at night. I was about two years old, wanting to go home, and I did not know how to get there. And I just knew that life was not meant to be lived with a lot of pain. There was an innate knowing within me. And I know that certainly with uh, my childhood and what I uh, grew up in, there were several childhood rapes that went on um, for over a year, probably over a dozen times. A lot of poverty, a lot of poverty, but still in that cesspool of the dark, there was always the the, the love of my siblings, we would laugh about things. I didn't know things were as bad. I just knew I didn't feel normal. I just knew I didn't feel normal. Well, as I progressed through my teenage years and things started to weigh on me, <clears throat> certainly where I had no memory of what had uh, transpired, maybe one conscious memory. And so I went through a very, very dark period in my life and I, on some level, I know I was trying to find God and what God meant to me. I know that. And there was part of me that I did not care how hard it was. By God, I was not giving up. I was going to find out why was I born, what's it all about, and who am I? And that was always like the carrot dangling in, in front of the donkey. And although I moved into periods where I became angry, I became defensive, I pushed people away. I felt like the biggest victim. I wanted to scream from a mountaintop that I was, you know, this huge victim. And I felt like that. But I also understand now, I think that was part of the journey and I needed to move through those emotions. There's a great saying, own the victimhood, otherwise it'll own you, right? And and it, you know, it truly did. But then I came into the place in my life where a spiritual awakening, I got hit on top of the head with a cosmic hammer, three events, each one very big on its own. That all transpired within 24 hours, literally brought me to my knees. And so I had a very mystical experience where I had opened my heart, prayed like I had never prayed ever. And I had... Um, and, and it was a prayer to God that life was so painful because it had to lie within me. It had to. And the moment I said that, there was a golden ray that came into my front room and dusted everything with gold. From, and I didn't understand what that was, but that was the beginning. That's when I got hit on top of the head with a cosmic hammer. It's kind of like, did she get it yet? Oh, no. Nope. Okay, let's whack her again. And I did. You know, I, I began to go on this wonderful transformative journey all about self-empowerment it was through the ascended master teachings of saint germain now a student of 40 years and there is nothing 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 in my life that is the same and it's like rising out of human created problems and what was the biggest thing was learning how my thoughts and my feelings continued to create this downward spiral. And the experiences <clears throat> that I drew to me 
and part of what I needed to go through for my awakening. So here I am now, very, um, my life is rich, it's good. I'm happy to be alive and I know who I am, so. Wow, and I think, what a journey. I mean, I think a lot of us, that's our aspiration. And I, we look at you and your beautiful home and you're, you're such, you've decorated some places for people and it, you give, there's this warmth and you're so settled. But let's go back in time a little bit to when you were a busy single mom, you rose to the top in corporate America. I mean, you, you ended up a Hollywood makeup artist, but on the way there, you had that crazy stressful job. You had the relationships that were tough. I mean, can you take us back there? And if there are people going through things right now, watching this, do you have some, some words, some thoughts of, it seems like a long way from there to sitting comfortably saying, I truly feel joy. Well, yeah, and I, you know, I used to, I used to look at people that seemed to have a sense of peace about them. And it, to me, it was like, how did they get there? What, what did they do? How do you change? And it's, a, I would say, if anything, it's a process. And it takes courage to go on that inner journey. But that's where your peace is going to come from. Don't expect it to happen overnight. If you have issues that you're dealing with, find a really wonderful therapist. You need somebody to help you navigate the storm because, you know, I certainly was not objective enough about my own journey. And don't expect these feelings to go away overnight. It doesn't work that way. You're going to cry. You're going to uh, feel like hell. My my um, advice is go eat a huge bowl of macaroni and cheese, draw a nice hot bubble bath, go rent your favorite movie and have some chocolate on the side and glass of wine. You're going to feel better. Okay. <laughs> Just indulge yourself that human part a little bit. The next day, you know, you cry yourself to sleep. Maybe the next day you're going to feel lighter. Why? Because you're not carrying that around. Mm -hmm. And you know, once you begin to do that and you understand it's a process, Allow yourself to go through the thunder and the lightning because you're going to free yourself of those things that you're carrying with you. And each stage will lead you to another stage, to another stage. It can be the anger. For me, it was anger. And I tapped into uh, a rage I didn't even know was in there. And then that kind of moved into victimhood. And then that moved into um, kind of acceptance. And then that moved into forgiveness. And forgiveness was a huge bridge for me, huge bridge. But that's where that's where the joy and the happiness really started bubbling up. But when I read Walking Between Worlds, and I think a lot of us see this, that an overriding theme is forgiveness. You worked your way, whether it was almost a mystical way or just a going into therapy or addressing an issue with a specific person, you really worked on forgiveness. And I, a lot of this series has been about resilience. A lot of it has been about authenticity. And I think when you put those two things together, the next thing is forgiveness. Um, what are your thoughts on, and, and we're about halfway in our taking 20 segments. So I know we can't go into all of the topics of your book in 20 minutes, but when you talk about forgiveness, what are the first thoughts that come to mind as you think of what people are going through right now, maybe with losses of jobs and just unexpected 
changes that we can't do anything about. They're completely out of our control. Well, right now, yes. I mean, it's especially with what we're we're going through with the pandemic and you know the the election, the COVID, and everything is so polarized. But I would say, and then if I have a chance, I'm going to I'll loop back to forgiveness there. What is um, what I would say is journal number one. Journal. Let yourself write. Uh, don't design it. Don't define it. Just get it out. Just get it out. Just let yourself write. Just kind of like throw up on paper. You know, let yourself go there with it. And once you, you know, once you do that, you're going to start seeing some aspects um, of yourself. And if you can allow yourself to, I mean, the bottom line is you are a spirit of pure light, pure love. The human part of us is the one that creates the chaos and it doesn't always have to be that way. And I would say to anyone who's listening and I'm maybe going all the way around, but I wanna go here, this is important. I want you to ask yourself, what are three things about myself that I acknowledge? What are three things about myself that I acknowledge? And for myself, I acknowledge my courage, my creativity, compassion. Those are three things. And I would ask you, Sean, what, what, what do you acknowledge about yourself? And don't be shy. <laughs> I told everybody this would be a class. Um, I acknowledge that I'm a communicator. Absolutely. I'm a connector. Yes, you are. And I'm energetic. And I think that's what I'm so grateful that you and the other people have joined us because we can share this energy. We can. And, and I think when I say energetic, I want it to be positive energy and being around people like you and emulating the way you found forgiveness kind of clues me into how to keep that energy positive. Well, what I, what I wanted to say, because there's two parts of us, there's the inner part, the God within, the master within, call it what you want. And there's the outer who always, always creates the chaos, the depression, the, the anger, the rage, the jealousy. But when you acknowledge, just acknowledge three things, your ability to communicate and to reach out and to touch people and that positive energy, that's the God within you that you are allowing to flow out and touch people. That's who that, that those are those divine qualities, you know, and not meaning it like the ego part, nothing to do with that. That's that presence that is flowing through you and the desire to be the communicator extraordinaire, the one that helps people, you know, in their connection and to be able to feel that positive energy. That's who you really are. So when you begin to acknowledge those qualities about yourself, that so helps. Forgiveness, looping back to that, what I really began to discover was the, my unwillingness to forgive kept my feet in quicksand. It wasn't hurting the other person. They're going to go on and live their life. But the one who was holding back was me. And when I really began to look at, well, good Lord, what would I have if I didn't have this crutch to say, this happened to me, if, you know, if, if this hadn't happened to me, I would be different. If this hadn't happened to me, I would be different. When I let that go, 
it was like this huge weight. And I also understand that there's a difference between saying, I forgive you, I forgive you, I forgive you, I forgive you with my head, but I'm not forgiving you with my heart. So when you really begin to look at it and to really forgive someone, it took me until maybe three, four months ago for me to fully forgive my rapist. And that was a huge thing. But I thought, what in God's name happened to you when you were little? What happened to your world that made you feel so disempowered? And, and I find myself send, sending some light and some love to this individual, wherever he is now, and saying, I want for him to be able to know fully that there is the God within him as well. So that's very freeing. You know, it's very freeing. So, yeah, that's my story and I'm sticking to it. So my life is, my life is good. You know, I'm, I'm uh, enjoying being alive and, you know, Pretty happy. Wow. Pretty happy. I, and again, in your book, you go through so many different stages of your life and you're so open with us. It's, it's told in the first person. And um, there, are, there are times, for instance, when you talk about talking with your mother um, that I love, you know, when you talk to your therapist and I too really like that therapist. Oh, yes. <laughs> Wonderful. <laughs> but you know when you do find a good therapist i've got to say it it does it, it is it is life-changing um and i think as friends i've had a couple of friends ask me well who do you see or you know i've asked around and and i think this just comes up for me if you've seen a therapist and it didn't feel right to you go find a different one you know maybe it wasn't a match the same thing with a friend you know if if this person that you're spending time with doesn't make you feel, you don't feel good when you leave that situation, probably time to look for more friends. And, and Athena, again, every time I'm around you, look, even in our taking 20, it has become a class, a lesson. Um, it always makes me a, feel like I learned a little lesson when I walk away, but you always have this way of throwing in a little whimsy, a little fun. And I know we only have like three minutes left and we can't get into Dr. Peoples, but a lot. But for people who want to look at your website, because I will put up your website, I will let them know that you do, you are a channel, you are a medium. Can you yes. talk just a teeny bit about how, give us a little idea of who Dr. Peoples is and what you do outside of being Athena Demetrios, the kind of life coachy, really good friend that you are? Well, right now, part of my joy is uh, assisting people with the Ascended Master teaching. So I'm doing that. Uh, the other part, you know, I'm, Absolutely, being a channel with Dr. Peoples. Dr. Peoples and I knew each other uh, in the 19th century. I have documentation of that lifetime and books I wrote. It's all documented. I got tired of printing it out, actually. And anyway, he was um, a spiritualist, and I was a spiritualist and a medium. So that's why fruit doesn't fall far from the tree, because I'm a medium in this life as well. Uh, what I do want to share with uh, about Dr. Peoples, he circled into my life in around 1982, 1983, but he's got three principles that I would like to leave the, I would like to leave the audience with one of his tools, which is always ask yourself, 
how did this experience serve me? How did it help me grow? How did it help me evolve? So if you do that, just remember that. How did it help me grow? Because if something is coming back over and over again, it may be a different face, it may be a different scenario, but it's a pattern. So just look for the connective tissue. If you own it, then you're going to transform and move through quickly. Then you don't have to continue to repeat it. Such good advice. And we have just about a minute left. Um, and again, maybe we'll, if you're up for it, maybe we can do a whole class at some point because you, I know you have so many different avenues that you could go and, and you could teach. But as we wrap up, and this is taking 20, meaning we're supposed to take 20 minutes for ourselves to just rejuvenate, to kind of think about where life is going. What are the final thoughts you want to leave us with? Okay, I would take the 20, this is what I would do. I would say, learn how to meditate. If you say, I don't, I can't meditate, I can't quiet my mind, all the reason more to learn how to do it. Here's something you can say. You can say, I am the relaxing, balancing, rhythmic breath of God. I am the balancing, I am the um, balancing, rhythmic, relaxing breath of God. And just repeat that, just repeat that. And watch what happens to your breath. And allow yourself, and I love this, this is uh, Eckhart Tolle, allow yourself to just kind of stand, stand back and who's doing the breathing in you? Who's doing that breathing? That's the master within you. And if your intention is to connect with the master within, I am the balancing, rhythmic, relaxing breath of God. You just keep repeating that. Watch what happens to your breath. You're going to slow it all down. And just let yourself go stand underneath a visual waterfall of pure white light. And let that just go through your body and you're just going to feel the stress leave. So those are a couple little tips. Oh, well, thank you. And again, this is been 20 with Athena Demetrios. Your book, um, Walking Between Worlds, is available and it's going to be down in the comments so people can find it. And uh, I just want to thank you for taking time with me. And for that little, I just feel extra relaxed, so a little bit of stress left. Uh, Good. Yeah. And it's been wonderful connecting with you. It always is. You have to come back out for a visit. I will. Maybe we'll do Taking 20 Live from Athena's living room. No, wouldn't that be fun? Yeah, we'll definitely have to do that. Yeah, it would be great to see you again. I love you, Sean. Thanks for listening to this podcast. So as you know, you sharing with your friends will help us keep going. Also, please rate the podcast or review it or rate and review it if you liked it. Um, that helps people find us and it helps us share stories that we hope will encourage and help other people. Again, we really appreciate you. Thanks.